What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Raj Doring, a public relations and economics double major. Raj currently interns for the Alzheimer's Association and the Connecticut Commission on Women, Children, Seniors, Equity, and Opportunity. On campus, Raj serves as president of the Economics Club, vice president of finance of PRSSA, and co-leader of the University Honors Program's Social Media and Publicity Committee. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rauch, and with us today is Raj Doring. Raj is a double major in public relations and economics. Raj, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Sure. Raj, you're involved with a lot of things. So let's start with that. Tell me about the Connecticut Commission on Women, Children, Seniors, Equity, and Opportunities. You're interning for them. Yes, that is correct. I am doing a one-credit, 40-hour internship with them for this current semester, the fall semester of 2020, where I am serving as a communications fellow. I actually came in contact with them while doing a different internship with the Alzheimer's Association this past summer, an internship that I'm still doing currently, The executive director of the commission had come to one of our panel discussions through the Alzheimer's Association, and I got to know him there. Then I added a second internship with the commission. It is a bipartisan commission that advises the Connecticut General Assembly. My tasks with the internship have varied. I've been providing feedback on a lot of their current social media plans. I was able to run some numbers about their social media posts, compare best practices with other organizations, and now I'm helping them on their communications with the General Assembly. Wow, that's very impressive. Tell me about the uh, the Alzheimer's Association. What are you doing for them? My largest task with the Alzheimer's Association has been tracking how the coronavirus is impacting various aspects of health looking at those battling Alzheimer's, as well as looking at how it affects hospitals, emergency rooms, adult day centers, and everything else in healthcare. I have also done various graphic design projects with them. And how did you get that internship? I met that internship on a personal connection. About two years ago when I was first coming into Quinnipiac, I was reaching out to people on LinkedIn to get to learn more about career fields that seemed interesting to me. I didn't necessarily have a super specific idea of which direction I wanted to go. And I just found someone from the Alzheimer's Association who I saw had been, an interest, had been involved in a lot of interesting things. So I reached out to her, started talking to her about careers. Then from there, she had offered me an internship actually for the summer after my first year, but I ended up doing a full-time internship in the finance department at Stanley Black & Decker instead. Then I started working with her this past summer and I'm still working with her on into the school year. Raj, how did you get first interested in uh, in doing public relations? It was a bit of a long story actually. When I came into Quinnipiac, I came into the School of Business, Business Undeclared. 
I like the flexibility that a business communications degree would provide. I was offered admission to the business three plus one program. I declined it because I wanted to have more flexibility in building my courses to be able to do to, to, to pursue interest in school of communications and whatnot. I was initially interested in the finance accounting track. I then took a course in public relations in the second semester of my freshman year. I thought I was potentially interested in doing a PR minor, so I wanted to see what the course looks like. And the professor gave some wonderful hands-on experience. I really enjoyed it, and I ended up declaring public relations as one of my majors. Who was the professor in that class? It was John Powers, a professor who I actually knew from outside of Quinnipiac as well through some charity initiatives. Yeah, okay. And you're also minoring in data science. We don't see that too much. <laughs> What's the interest there? So that goes back to the saga of how I declared my major. <laughs> As I was pursuing the School of Business core curriculum, I had to take two or three economics courses. And after I had taken two of them, I realized that I was enjoying economics so much more than any of my other business classes. Not that I wasn't enjoying my other business classes, just enjoying economics more. And economics had a better career outlook than any of the business majors, and it was fewer classes, which meant it would be less restrictive in terms of a double major. So then I declared economics as my second major, since economics is in the Arts College of Arts and Sciences, doesn't have all the restrictions. A lot of economics majors pursue a data science minor if they're interested in some of the very quantitative work that you often see in insurance and other finance and economics jobs. I've always been a very quantitative person, so it really caught my attention. And you're doing a lot of work with different organizations on campus as well. You're president of the Economics Club. You're vice president of PRSSA. How do you find the time to do all of this? <laughs> yeah, so my three big involvements in campus organizations are the University Honors Program, where I serve as co-leader of the Social Media and Publicity Committee, the Economics Club, of which I'm president, and the Public Relations Student Society of America, of which I'm the Vice President of Finance, which is kind of like a treasurer role. Obviously, there is a lot of work that comes from being two majors, a minor, and a lot of student organizations. I've spoken with a lot of freshmen as they're coming in from high school about how to manage their time when they're in college. And it's a matter of really being organized, just everything that you always hear, blocking time on your schedule and having a specific time when your day starts and when your day ends, and then being willing to work hard. So you're not, you're not having any problem getting things done, sounds like. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. But tell me a little bit more about the Economics Club. What all do they do? Absolutely. So when I first joined the Economics Club, I was serving as a career development coordinator. I had coordinated a LinkedIn workshop with career development staff coming and speaking with us, as well as some alumni panel discussions. I then took over as president one year later. I took over as president shortly before the coronavirus hit, which has changed what we've what we're doing. We bring in alumni about every other week. We'll bring in two to four alumni per meeting. We'll just open it up for the members to pick their brains about absolutely anything that they want. We have college professors come in. We have economics majors who are now working in social media come in. We have people in insurance come in. And there are also various events that we do as networking for our members to bond with each other. So we've done economics trivia events. We've done hikes and sleeping giants. The activities vary widely. All right, so I'm going to ask a really geeky question right now. Favorite economist? My favorite economist? Well, I'm, I don't necessarily follow all the new research as closely as I probably should, 
There is one economist based out of Yale whose work I find very interesting. His name is William Nordhaus. He won the Nobel Prize in Economics a few years ago for some of his work in environmental economics. I first came in contact with Nordhaus's work about a year ago. It was last semester, my professor for a current issues course was teaching about climate change and economics. And he had developed an interdisciplinary model where he had collaborated with scientists to find projections as to what climate change will look like and also how climate change will impact economics and how it'll impact crop yields to then develop some proposals how to mitigate climate change in a way that's best for the economy and best for the environment without compromising one for the other. That actually sounds pretty interesting. Tell me about the PRSSA chapter. What all are you all doing there? Absolutely. We are actually recognized as a star chapter of PRSSA nationally. We have a variety of events. We generally do a campaign for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation each year. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we were unable to do that for this year. We are now working with a COVID task force to help them identify some ways to help students in quarantine housing. We also do various mentorship and workshops. We work with some clients, both on campus and off campus, to help them with their public relations. Rod, you're a local kid. You're just up the street in Wallingford, right? Yes, that's correct. I'm from Wallingford. What, uh, what made you decide to come, what, eight miles to, to go to Quinnipiac? <laughs> so when I did my first college visit to Quinnipiac, I put it in the GPS to see what the best way to get there was. So I thought it was 17 minutes away. And that was my running joke. Whenever anyone asks me, where are you going to college? I say, I'm going to school at 17 minutes away. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have this thing called traffic. Usually it's more like 19 minutes. When I went through my college search, I started with, I think, about 15 colleges that I visited I applied to eight of them. Quinnipiac was actually my number seven choice, but Quinnipiac ended up being the most practical option because it was close to home and I got a scholarship. And within a few weeks of being at Quinnipiac, I wouldn't have traded it in for my number one choice because I loved all the one-on-one attention that I was receiving from the professors being a small school. Some of the larger schools I was looking at, I was looking at some of the larger Ivy League schools, just simply don't provide that much one-on-one attention. Yeah. That's interesting because my sons, uh, when they were deciding college, they wanted to get as far away from home as possible <laughs> as, as I would allow. <laughs> so the fact that, that you're so close is, uh, is pretty interesting to me. Raj, I'm told that you once ran for school board in Wallingford. In November of 2019, I ran unsuccessfully for a seat on the Wallingford Board of Education. When I was in high school, I was involved in a lot of initiatives, both in the town and the state level to provide students with a voice on education. I had also served on half a dozen committees with the superintendent of the schools to work with him on various educational matters. And I was involved in various community initiatives, I'm on a couple of nonprofit boards. I lead the food pantry at my church. And I was offered this opportunity to run for a board of education. I did, the results did not turn out the way I had hoped. We had an abnormally high number of incumbents running. And when the results came in, I had actually performed a lot better than other non-incumbent candidates who had run before, while generally first-time non-incumbents finish right at the bottom. It was an interesting experience. I got to meet a lot of people. I managed my own social media during the campaign. And what I found interesting, I still have this happening, even now that we're a year after the campaign, I still get messages from people all the time. I voted for you. I'm sorry you lost. I'm having 
such and such question about the school district. Could you please help me with this matter? And I still get those questions even a year after the campaign, which I find really interesting and rewarding being able to help those families. Do you think this is something that you might consider doing again? I would consider. I still have some time. The next election isn't until November of 2021. So I still have some time, but I would definitely consider it. And you have just plenty of time on your schedule to, to do this. <laughs> yeah, out of my abundance of free time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Raj, I, I want to know, career goal, what do you, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Is it in public relations or, or is it doing something else? I don't know if I would necessarily say that I see myself in public relations, nor would I necessarily say that I wouldn't see myself in public relations. Having the combination of public relations and economics on surface level, they appear like two very different career paths, although there are also some similarities. PR majors work for businesses, and economics is the underpinning of business. I've also subscribed myself to receive some information about various law schools, various graduate schools in economics. I'm still exploring all options. I wouldn't want to say definitively one route or the other. I've also had a couple people ask me if I would be interested in continuing to pursue careers in political office, either serving in office or supporting those in office. And I wouldn't want to rule out those options either. Okay. So you're just keeping all your options open right now? Yes, keeping all the options open. Okay. Do you think you would go back and get a graduate degree or, or a law degree eventually? Yeah, I'd certainly say that I'm open to the idea. When I okay. came to PIAC, my theory was that most graduate programs don't require that you have a certain major undergraduate. So it was best to choose a major that could get me a job after four years as well, rather than doing any major that began with the word pre. That was just my personal opinion. I thought that was best for me. Now that I'm in my junior year, I'm starting to explore all the various options if I want to work or if I want to continue education. Raj, what do you like most about Quinnipiac? I like all the one-on-one -on -one attention that I'm able to get from the professors, being able to go to the professor's office hours. My professors end up becoming mentors as much as they are teachers, keeping in touch with professors semester to semester. I've been fortunate I could speak especially about my economics major because I'm a little further along into my economics major. The economics department is a family. The public relations major I'm still a little newer to, although I've had the same experience with the public relations major that all the professors will go above and beyond to help their students. I have professors who have evening office hours, weekends office hours, absolutely anything to be accessible to their students. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. What are you going to miss about Quinnipiac when you graduate? I'm going to miss the people. I'm going to miss the professors, the students, the ability to interact with them. Even now during COVID, I miss it tremendously. I'm trying to come into campus as much as I can. What's the, what's the one piece of advice you'd give to students about how to deal with COVID and the pandemic and, and how we've had to change how students are learning in classes? Talking to current students or prospective students? Either. To prospective students, I would say make the best of the situation that you're in. Still do your research. If anything, college visits might be easier if you have Zoom info sessions rather than having to travel to other states if you're looking far away from home. Do your research. Keep your options open. The current students, I'd say the same thing. Do the, make the best of it that you can. Continue to attend all your Zoom classes, do all your work, just keep on top of everything. It is a little more self-guided. Go out of your way to make sure you're still developing relationships with professors during office hours. All right, Raj, we are out of time. I want to thank Raj Doring for joining us on Uncommon Grounds. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube yet, please check out 
QU All Access, where we have a show called Connect with Chris, where I talk to alumni from the School of Communications. Raj, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. It's my honor. That was Chris Rausch interviewing Raj Doring, a public relations and economics double major. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for managing social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QU Podcasts. And if you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, then find us on social media or you can shoot us an email. That address is QUPodcasts at QU.edu. Next week is the final episode of Season 2 of Uncommon Grounds. Chris will be interviewing CJ Yop, a senior advertising and integrated communications major and student photographer for the Office of Integrated Marketing and Communications. And in a world that's shifting under our feet faster than any other era in a lifetime, information media access are critical. So stay connected, my friends, and we'll catch you next time.